0: DTS 73, it's a special show. We revisit some of our favorite moments over the last year and a half. We also think new DLC is going to be revealed next week at PSX, and challenge modes are coming about the same time. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. what's good everybody it's bbk dragoon what is up diddy how are you doing today awesome
1: i just finished cooking a ham a brown sugar and honey glazed ham took about three and a half hours in the oven and right after the show i'm gonna start baking the pull apart stuffing rolls we're having our own little thanksgiving uh, a couple days late
0: hey we're doing thanksgiving leftovers tonight as well did you have a good thanksgiving
1: Yeah, I did, actually. Uh, Unfortunately, Santa got a little bit sick on Thanksgiving Day, so she wasn't able to partake in the festivities, so we decided to put it off until this weekend.
0: Yeah. All right, well, that's a good way to delay it. We went over to a friend's house, enjoyed the company, played this game called Catchphrase, where it's kind of like a Pictionary without drawing things. Mm. You have to try and get them to guess the word. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I hope our American viewers had a good Thanksgiving. I learned that Canadian Thanksgiving is in the beginning of October. I thought it was the beginning of November. (laughs) In my latest video, I'm like, late, happy Thanksgiving to Canadians and U.S. people. And I have a bunch of Canadians. Bro. It's like seven weeks ago, bro. (laughs) Totally off. What'd you do in the world of Destiny or gaming?
1: I started up my Stormcaller class finally. I haven't Mm. touched The Warlock since Taken King came out. And today I just started, like, yeah, I'm going to. I want to unleash some power on some some enemies, so I've been enjoying lightninging, lightninging. Yeah, a word. some enemies. Totally, yeah, yeah. On DTS, it's a, a word at least.
0: <laughs> hey, you're talking to a warlock who loves it, man. That's a sweet quest too, don't you think? Yeah, I I would say so. I love this
1: the the music uh, yeah. on the beginning cutscenes for each of the subclasses. It's just oh, it's so powerful. I actually wrote out a. Um, percussion quartet for Mara's theme from Hmm. the Taken King soundtrack Um, so hopefully I'll get my uh, old high school band people to set that up hint hint I know
0: you guys are listening (laughs) hey it's sweet man I remember seeing your percussion ensemble videos in the past so hopefully we get to see more of those in the future I'd love to do some more so we're doing a special dts today we have a short bit of news to talk about we think dlc is showing up next week it's pretty likely that they're going to announce something at psx the playstation experience but we want to do a best of destiny the show and revisit some of our favorite moments discussions and it's crazy some of the things we talked about or knew about way in advance that actually came to be it's been a total trip looking back over this stuff right yeah absolutely with that said let's hop into the news First up, we have the weekly update, the main... uh, I almost used a food reference there, but I'm not going to. The main bit of the weekly update is that challenge modes are showing up next week. And I'm going to quote here, If you've slain Oryx and then slain him again, you've likely heard some chatter about the upcoming challenges for King's Fall. As always, we plan to keep many raid-relevant details shrouded in darkness. But today, the raid team is ready to cast a sliver of light... On the subject so their lead raid designer Gavin Irby showed up and he said that early December one of the King's Fall bosses will offer their challenge each week you'll see which boss when you select the raid in the director it will display next to a skull just like one of our nightfall modifiers they work on both normal and hard mode and offer rewards to match each boss challenge requires that you defeat them in a very specific manner how exactly We're going to leave that up to you to discover. But apologies in advance to those that run the single pool strat for Golgoroth. Good luck, Guardians. All right, Diddy, what do you think about this?
1: Yeah, I'm super excited about this. My prediction here is specifically they mentioned the Golgaroth fight, right? Yeah. You can't, basically saying you're not going to be able to do one bubble strat on Golgaroth challenge mode. Yeah. So I'm anticipating something like, Every single bubble that you... Or every single time you fail to capture the gaze, even if you don't have a person die, it's going to give you a rune on that little pillar. In yeah, the back. my assumption is you can't lose the gaze. Yeah, it's going to be something along those lines. You know, if uh, it's... I don't know how they're going to do it because after six, you know, you can't capture his gaze anymore, but, you know, it, you're going to have to eventually lose his gaze. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do that
0: yeah i'm excited for these this is like the last push of the taken king the last little bit of content that we've been made aware of everybody's anxious to hear about dlc and such i'm going to quote dieg here at the end of the very first section of the weekly update he writes we know that you're anxious to see what we have cooking up for december although we hope to keep the main course under wraps a little while longer We'll have some meaty details ready to go as early as next week. In fact, here's a preview, and appetizer, if you will, of what ke- you can expect after the holiday. And then it goes on to talk about challenge modes. But when he says keeping the main course under wraps, I don't think he's just talking about the weapon patch that shows up in December or no. the exotics that are getting the year two treatment. So let's talk about PlayStation Experience. It happens December 5th and 6th, end of year trade show for Sony Gaming Division and Bungie is going to be there. They've confirmed in the weekly update past they will be at PSX. What they're promoting, we don't know just yet. What we do know is challenge modes kind of mark the end of The Taken King, and we'll probably have three weeks of challenge modes, which will take up three weeks of December. So you'll have Warpriest, Golgoroth, and then Oryx. I think that's how it's probably going to play out. I highly doubt there's going to be some sort of challenge associated with, you know, other elements or parts the of death the death singers yeah I, do you think that could happen i don't know it would be really interesting because
1: uh i think i remember somewhere saying that there's only three different versions of the challenge modes and if it's not the death singers then it would have to be oryx or if it's not it's going to be the war priest and gold we know that for sure but
0: what's going to fill that third slot probably oryx yeah it would make sense so as challenge modes mark the end of Taken King, you got PlayStation experience going on, Bungie being there. Bungie's obviously going to promote something. It's probably not going to be just the Taken King again. It's most <laughs> definitely not going to be the Refer-A-Friend program, which caused a big stir this last week. And the last piece of the puzzle, many, I should say, a handful of community content creators, streamers and YouTubers in the Destiny sphere, Are going to PlayStation experience I know Dotto is headed out there as well as a handful of others that I'll let say you know themselves that they're going when you put all this together I find it unlikely that they're just going out there maybe to play the Taken King again challenge modes
1: I mean that, that would be the only thing that we
0: know about that they would be playing and I I can't see that happening and the unlikeliness of there being no DLC until September You know, if you listen to Dotto on this last week's uh, Planet Destiny podcast, he just thinks that is very unlikely, as well as, you know, Gathalion and Broman and a lot of the big, more noticeable faces of the community. It times well. I really think I would bet five bucks right here, right now, we're going to have a DLC announcement at PlayStation Experience, and I'm going to wager one further. I think it's going to be free. I don't think this is going to be a $20 thing. That one I'm not betting on the the paid or free one, but I do think it's happening in PSX. I don't. What do you think? Did he paid free? What do you think would be in this?
1: It honestly it it depends on the size of the DLC. If it's just like a raid, I can see it being free. But if it's like a raid, PvP maps, a couple strikes, and a story mission, I wouldn't expect that to be free. I would expect that maybe not to be since microtransactions are in the game. I've said this before. Since those are now in the game, I going to expect um, DLC's to be less money than they were in year one yeah um, so instead of the twenty dollars maybe 15 or instead of fifteen dollars10 or something like that because there is another way in the game right now for more additional revenue for Bungie and Activision so um, I would expect something along those lines
0: yeah I agree I think it's going to have to to carry the narrative into Destiny 2. I I've had a lot of people comment on my videos, Destiny 2, what happened to their 10-year grand plan? (laughs) Well, Destiny 2 coming out September 2016 is part of that leaked plan from which we got the Taken King. Like that leaked screenshot all the way back in January when Comet leaked, it's still following that same position, that same train, that same, I guess, what would you say? What's the word? Like it's following the same pattern that that's that. Leap yeah, the same, show. the
1: same theme, same architect, architecture or whatever. Um, but I think it would be ideal if Bungie announced their plans for year two DLC. Not just the one, the next DLC coming out. Not just like the next dlc that you get right the next year's worth of dlc content because if they just announce one dlc for year two before destiny 2 comes out it's gonna have to be big it's gonna have to be i would say the combined size of dark below and house of wolves because that's how long that's how much content we had this past year before and it felt light out. it felt light and it with did feel house of wolves yeah but it would need to be that size you know two raid activities Six or so strikes, eight story missions, something like that. Um, Something that size, I think, before Destiny 2 comes out.
0: Well, I think that just about wraps it up for the weekly update and why we think there's going to be DLC announced at PSX. Before we move on, anything else, Diddy? Nope. Salvaged relic data is now decrypted. Not of consequence. Evening, Guardian. Earn your honor, Guardian. Titan survey data requested... This week's topic is mighty special to us because we're going back in time through the vault, the DTS vault, which is unlimited in size from launch, by the way. Didn't have to patch that in. And we're going to listen to some of our favorite moments and revisit a few key links that we've talked about in previous shows that it's very cool bringing them up now and seeing them come to fruition. Speaking of which... Let's actually look at the microtransaction in review. You posted this, Diddy. It's from uh, Gaming Bolt's website, isn't it? It is. And this was actually posted in
1: August of yes. last year. So even before Destiny launched. The title is article. So currently, there are no microtransactions. Everything is in-game. So they say this was for Destiny launch, obviously, They announced there's not going to be any microtransactions currently, you know, and this was a big sigh of relief for everybody in the game, but they also noted, they said currently, so we kind of anticipated some type of microtransaction to eventually make its way into Destiny, and now there are, we have the dancing emotes and the the Destiny Silver, so it, it happened only a year later.
0: Yeah, I'm going to quote here the answer from Jason Sussman, who's one of the senior environment artists over at Bungie. Currently, there are no microtransactions. Everything is in-game. As you play the game, you're finding different equipment that's coming out of different enemies or treasure chests, or even within the tower, you'll be receiving different rewards that you're rewarded with in the game. It's all built within the game. So we ended up actually getting microtransactions but way way later they all ended up being cosmetic based which I think we can say is pretty good safe <laughs> Yeah it was a, it was a smart move on their end yet you still have the fiasco of the refer a friend thing and I only bring this up because I've heard multiple folks mention if the sparrow or the emotes were made available from the Eververse trading company they wouldn't have much of an issue with the refer a friend program. I don't really want to dive down this rabbit hole of the refer a friend thing because it's kind of, I feel like everybody in the community has hit this one into oblivion. But do you think that microtransactions down the road, Diddy, will remain as they are, cosmetic only? Or do you think there may be some different products that down the road they maybe sell like maybe focused light maybe an appearance Ooh. change to your character because um, world of warcraft when you buy the new expansion get a level 100 boost for free or if you want to do a realm change or change the race of your character that all costs real world money
1: i think that's a really tricky question because i know all those things or most of those things are still- cosmetic so a lot of people in destiny they made their characters look like total assholes because (laughs) they just wanted to and they regret it they want like a hairstylist in the game to change their appearance and stuff like that honestly I would be okay if that costs silver yeah it it, like for stuff like that there I would put two payment options in there 25,000 glimmer all your glimmer literally all your glimmer or uh, like five bucks, something like that. Maybe like marks. What do you
0: think about 200 legendary marks?
1: Yeah, it would have to be like a massive amount of in-game currency Yeah, or a simple amount of silver. That's a win-win scenario. I think that would be okay. I would be totally fine with that. For stuff like the refer friend rewards, the stuff that you earn in-game, if it's not available to other players, I think it would be all right to offer it with a real game,
0: with a real world currency, I, I feel think like, that would be fine. Yes, yeah. I want to play our Christmas intro from last year. <laughs> the Christmas show, Destiny the Show, is very special. And we hope you enjoyed our little thing from last year. And we're doing something special this year, too. <laughs> is that Santa Claus? Crota, they're waking him. Oh, guess not. Welcome, my friends. It's been a mighty good year. Do stay, gather round. Have a cup of black wax item. I've got warm ether seats right by the hearth. Bathroom's right down the hole to the left. Use your ghost to get in. You know how. Ah, who invited the cabal? You know Omnigold doesn't like them. They're always tracking that dirty Mars in my house. Hate it. Oh, it's starting, it's starting. Welcome to Destiny the Show.
1: I have waited so long
0: for this day. So Diddy, how has The Dark Below been treating you? I am excited for whatever we're planning on doing this year. We've talked a little bit about it, but I want to bring... We, there's more characters now. We can do more That's stuff. That's true. Yes. And Back there's more then, we know man. about the
1: story. So we can kind of make some little
0: Easter eggs in our in our intro here. There were not many characters back then to make a little intro from. (laughs) So, that's one of my favorite moments, dude. It's been a pretty unique year. What should we talk about next? Do you think we should talk about the Engram patch? I think, yeah, let's
1: go ahead and talk about the Engram patch. And this was, oh my gosh, this was, uh,
0: what was the date of this? 26th of September, bro. The
1: 26th of September. So, like two weeks after Destiny launched, Bungie was like, oh... Purple engrams shouldn't decrypt to lower than purple gear. So in vanilla vanilla destiny, you know, you get like that 2% chance to get that legendary engram, and you're like, yes, a legendary item finally. And then you had like a 3% chance of decrypting that legendary into a legendary item. It yeah. was ridiculous, because the majority of the time they would just go into blue or green or whatever, and we just thought that was total crap, but uh, Bungie finally passed it in
0: two weeks later, uh, and it was nice. Yeah, my favorite little line here is, Cade-6 took the cryptarch aside and showed him a sack of doorknobs. He decoded that mystery pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, that was loot cave era, man. What What people would do, young guardians it would go out onto earth and patrol and there was the loot cave and everybody would shoot into it you'd have like nine or ten people out there right yeah this is in skywatch by the way that little cave
1: you can go disturb the remains that is from the original loot cave people would just stand in skywatch and shoot the cave for hours because enemies would instantly respawn after a certain distance um and there are some pretty hilarious videos about it you guys can go see there's like this little flash game made of just clicking your mouse into a cave and different colors would appear (laughs) and like that's all it was but that's exactly what we were doing in destiny and That was the way to get the best gear. To
0: be honest, people leveled up really fast. They really did.
1: Yeah, you would just start a new
0: character and you would just run over to the loot cave. (laughs) This was also before Destiny item manager or any of the like online gear managing stuff. So once you filled up with engrams, dude, go back decode, come back and do it again. I think I spent a grand total of four hours doing it and. You just got so many engrams. You doing didn't that even act. have
1: to shoot. You just had to aim down sight or look at the cave, and engrams would pop up. You didn't even have to do any damage to any of the enemies. That's how lazy some people were.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that era. That was, it's mighty fun. So, yeah, I remember getting purples and it turned into a blue, and you'd just be mad. You'd just be real mad. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because I got maybe three purples in Vanilla Destiny,
0: none of them turned into a purple item. While we're talking about Vanilla Destiny why don't we revisit the show right after we beat Vault of Glass because I still see this as maybe the greatest night of destiny I've ever had and as great as the raid you know King's Fall has been and Crota's End was a lot of fun I still think Vault of Glass holds top spot for the most epic mysterious adventure and it Blew my expectations out of the water. I was a level 26 or 27, just doing dumb things like maybe the weekly. I guess there wasn't a weekly back then. We were just doing kind of like the daily heroic, doing PvP. And then we raided, and everything changed. Everything changed. It was awesome. I loved the environment. I think the environment design down there, like the scale of that underground place, is insane. Like, when we were just waiting for Sassy before the Atheon door, just sort of explored around a bit. Did you look at how huge that area is? (laughs) Yeah. It's just so stinking cool, and, I don't know, the encounters were really fun. You and I both mentioned this. I'd love to do the raid with people similar level, because it wasn't very much of a challenge. We were playing with fully geared level 30s who have every exotic in the game maxed out, and who do this thing in their sleep. So there wasn't a big threat of death, and we had every basically section explained to us this is what you do here this is what you do here but if you were doing this for the first time with no explanation having to discover and figure this out oh, it would be like such a cool experience probably pretty frustrating especially like the the portal stuff if you didn't know how the portal thing worked (laughs) that would be very frustrating learning how to shoot the oracles and which one to stand on but what a blast man i think it's very easy to say If you have not completed the raid, you are missing out on a massive part of what Destiny is. And you're missing out on what I think is the best designed part. From a gameplay perspective, I felt like the encounters were the best designed encounters in the game. Hands down. Absolutely. Totally agree. The environment, the challenge, the loot. I'm now obsessed with getting (laughs) and leveling
1: loot. The gauntlets. I'm a hunter, by the way. I got the gauntlets, the chest piece... And from Atheon, I got Chatterwhite, Atheon's Epilogue, and the last word. So which is the hand cannon you is, want? Which, which like, is if you think like, about the odds yeah. of that,
0: that's insane.
1: <laughs> I hit the jackpot. I got so lucky. And the next raid run we do, I'm gonna get straight uh, ascendant shards. I guarantee it. It's, yeah. I really like the fact that doing the raid guarantees loot. You know, it might not be the loot that you want, but you're going to get some type of high level
0: reward regardless. And And it's not all trash loot either. Like I would venture 80% of the stuff that you would get you're going to keep from the raid.
1: Yeah, like now in in PvP, I'll switch out my gauntlets to something that gives me hand cannon reload speed because I made hand cannon. But that just makes sense. But I'm definitely keeping all the loot that I have. Because mm-hmm. I need to get to level 29, level 30 to do th- these next raids and stuff. And, like, even if you just get Ascendant Shards, I still have to level up my Legendary Gear, you know? And mm-hmm. I still need that stuff. So it's not like, at this point, it's not like it's a waste. It's not like we don't need it.
0: Yeah. I got a shotgun and a shader. The rest <laughs> was energy. So I wasn't too pleased with the run. But the shotgun I got, can't remember the name of it right now. I'm sure everybody's like, gosh, are you kidding me? I was just leveling it this morning, but uh, it's better than Invective, which is the exotic shotgun that I have, and I'm just about positive I'm going to be scrapping Invective once Dark Below gets here to get a shard because that shotgun sucks in comparison to this purple shotgun I got. So, I remember when the raid first came out, everybody
1: was saying, dude, why didn't the game reviewers play the raid before Destiny came out? Because, yeah. like the destiny score probably would have been increased by one or two points because the raid is just so good. It's just like, it's so much fun. There's so many puzzles. Like the jumping puzzle was the hardest thing of the raid to me because I couldn't get it. It took me like seven tries and it's just like, it's just jumping. And that's the hardest part of the raid. That doesn't make any sense, but that's like the best part about the raid. You don't expect those kinds of things to be difficult And it is. And it's just, ah, awesome.
0: Diddy, you ended up using that last word that you got from Vault of Glass for virtually all of the Dark Below, didn't you?
1: Literally all of year one, I used that last word. I don't think I got another last word drop after that. I think that was my only
0: one in year one. I I have received probably a dozen or more Praetith's revenge. (laughs) Like, I love that sniper, Stop giving it to me. <laughs> I've never had a mythoclast. I've never gotten a mythoclast. You never got a mythoclast. No. We need to go back and do it. We do. I mean, every time I do it, I get a prey to this revenge. So you know, I go, oh, honestly,
1: great. I think uh, now would be a good part in the show to talk about. You know, Bungie should rework the raids. We should just yeah. do it really quick, like so. Vault of Glass and Cortezan. Cortezan, not so much. They're so well designed. So, Vault of Glass, that's what I'm saying, is so well designed and it's not worth it to your two guardians. People starting with Taken King, the rewards in Vault of Glass, totally not worth it because they're just lesser, it's just lesser gear. And I think, you know, aside from the raid primaries from Hard Mode, Fatebringer, Vision of Confluence, stuff like that, that gear should be reworked and. You know worth it for year two guardians you know maybe just get the armor the year two treatment i think that would be worth it
0: yeah why cosmetic stuff so legion with world of warcraft is doing this thing where transmog which is the way that you get your gear to look like other gear they're totally overhauling it with this system called the wardrobe the game knows every piece of armor that you've ever picked up basically and in your wardrobe you can go back through and put that piece of gear on you but it's still the stats of whatever piece of gear that you have equipped. I hope I did an okay job explaining that. But basically, in Destiny, let's say you've got the piece of Oryx gear that you like, you're running a full set of Oryx gear, you would be able to transmog your Oryx gear and have the visual look of Vault of Glass gear, but still the stats of the Oryx gear. I would love a transmog system. We've talked about it in previous shows. And it would be a way to make Vault of Glass relevant again for some people, even if it's just like some kind of trophy or sticker that you can put somewhere on your gun. That's, yeah, that's what
1: I've, man. Add a trophy case. You know, if you make guns obsolete on a yearly basis, add a trophy case. We don't need more vault space, we need a trophy case to store our older weapons, like Fatebringer. I have probably 50,000 kills with Fatebringer. And I can't use it anymore because it's
0: obsolete. I want a trophy case to put that fate you know. Way back in the third week of Destiny, we actually heard about Trials of Osiris. Can you believe that?
1: I cannot believe. I actually went back and researched this and I saw it in the show title. I was like, what? Week 11 of Destiny the show? (laughs) That's like, that's two weeks after Destiny launched. We finally heard it. We actually heard about Trials of Osiris. It blows my mind.
0: Next up is Trials of Osiris, which is a secret PvP playlist that was discovered, I think, yesterday or the day before. So the way this works is if you're a Crucible player, you're playing Crucible, and you win, at minimum, 25 games in a, the same game mode. doesn't have to be in a row, but you need to be like, if I'm going to be doing the free-for-all playlist as a Crucible player, and I win 25 times, I have thus entered my Guardian, basically... Uh, to have the chance of getting what's called a tournament ticket. A tournament ticket is given to players who excel at a certain game type in the Crucible playlist. So once you get a tournament ticket, it's an invitation to go to a special PvP playlist called The Trials of Osiris. This takes place on Mercury, and currently I think it's the only way to play on Mercury. Is that right, Diddy? Yeah, I think so. And it's a 3v3 playlist. If you lose three times, you're out. You can continue competing in the Trials of Osiris playlist until you lose three times. Once you are out, you've lost three times, you then have to earn another tournament ticket to regain access. I think this is so stinking cool, don't you, Diddy?
1: Yeah, this is like the best of the best. This is basically Destiny's MLG playlist. And the fact that it's locked and it's kind of secret to most people that's really cool like it gives it exclusivity and it gives it desire
0: yep i don't know if there's specific rewards that come along with it this is all brand spanking new Uh, but it's just cool to see that there's a lot that people have still yet to discover we sort of launch week came out you had the sea of sort of negative reviews sort of mixed reviews and it's hard to judge a game like destiny with just 20 hours or 40 hours you know what i'm saying yeah, it's really all about the end game content and the longevity
1: of the game. You know, we all had our initial impressions, and they've obviously
0: changed since then. Some of them might not have, but ours definitely have improved. Yeah, I would agree with that wholly, and that's what we're going to talk about in our topic today is just impressions after two weeks, because I know it's basically all I'm playing right now, and I'm having a good time. I'm finding different ways to have good times, but uh, we can talk about that more in the topic. Way back in October of 2014, October 6th actually, Deej went and did an interview with IGN talking about raid matchmaking, something that the community has wanted for a long time. I'm going to quote his response here. The raid was designed for solid teams of killers who have made a commitment to solve a dense and explosive riddle. Most of the raiding parties who have emerged victorious from the Vault of Glass have sworn that one weak Link would have doomed their chain. There have been other stories, of course. We've heard tale of guardians who met each other just outside the door that leads into the Vault. Strange tales have reached our ears, tales of total strangers who have banded together to see the raid all the way through to a triumphant finale. Those stories surprise us, but the players of our games always have. The best I can do to answer your question is to let you know that you've been heard. We're having conversations about how matchmaking might support the more challenging activities in Destiny. It's a start. Keep sounding off about it, and maybe someday some matchmade fire teammates will hear you too. Deej also writes that he's keen to see private matches added to the game before too long and is planning on continuing to bring it up at the team's internal meetings. In the meantime, he assures all fans of the game to keep offering feedback so improvements can be made. So two things to hit there, raid matchmaking, which has yet to occur, and private matches, which has yet to occur. And I'm just going to point to the fact that I think think, private matches is a technical limitation i think the (laughs) amount of manpower it would take for them to put it in the game
1: yeah it private matches would not be as simple as adding matchmaking to vault of glass i i understand what you're trying to say
0: yep we already have matchmaking activity for parties of three but there is no matchmaking for parties of six outside of pvp correct
1: and yeah and it goes back to my point it would make the old raids more relevant. You know, if matchmaking were added, since we're making year one stuff obsolete anyways, the rewards for Vault of Glass, as I said, not worth it. But if you add matchmaking into Vault of Glass, I think it's at a point where it's easy enough, or Guardians right now uh, uh, attempting endgame activity in The Taken King, it would be a lot easier, I think, for people to go back and do Vault of Glass if there were matchmaking now. Because this article came out A month after destiny launched and that's like we didn't really have as much of an understanding of the destiny mechanics that we have now yeah um, as veterans of the game you know we when we took on the Taken King we saw a plate and we're like oh yeah I need to go stand on that. That does something because we've experienced it in a piece of content before. I I see something floating in the air. Maybe I need to go pick that up. With Vault of Glass, it was like all of those mechanics were new to us. And so now we're, we're veterans. I think it's time to add in matchmaking to older content
0: and you could do kind of rewards that have been missing remember the weekly strike would give you nine guaranteed coins if you did it on the hardest difficulty Mm -hmm. exactly figure out something like that you know you can run each of the raids each week in this playlist and then i don't know if you would queue up for you'd be better to queue for a specific one we've talked about this in at length so i don't (laughs) need to go further I think we wrap up today's show by playing one of my favorite segments. This was right after the E3 trailer for The Taken King came out. You and I watched it together while we recorded the intro for DTS. We're just super hyped, and I hope that sentiment comes back to Destiny players. Right now, there's just a lot of negativity because people are anxious to hear about what's next. We've done most of the stuff. We want to know there's more stuff coming, listeners. Like I would, like I said, bet money on it. Let's bring back the hype. Spring back the hype. Diddy where should people find yo content? Twitter.com
1: slash Diddy DTS D-I-T-T-Y DTS and YouTube.com slash
0: Wooshness W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S You can check us out on DestinyTheShow.com for all the links from today and more. You can follow us on Twitter at DestinyTheShow as well as on Twitch. Check out our friends at DestinyTracker.com the best place to track your stats in the Destiny universe. You can find me at BBK Dragoon on Twitter and on YouTube. Thanks, everybody. We hope you enjoy hearing us freak out about the Taken King trailer. And we'll talk with you next week. <laughs> Is that the moon? Well, the moon's getting owned. It looks like it. Looks like it's a, a moon. We killed. You killed, we killed him. We killed Croto with his dad's sword. The taken. Do you see that he's taking enemies?
1: Oryx has. Bat wings? What is this? There's a cabal with wings! Oh, man, that's... What? Looks like a glorified Nova bomb. Oh, Suck my at gosh. Suck Warlocks. Oh, wait, warlock never Warlock force
0: lightning. <laughs> Star Wars confirmed.
1: I'm a Warlock main now.
0: Oh, look at the hammer. Oh, it looks <laughs>
1: like it can throw multiple of the hammers.
0: Dude, look at these environments. Look at these environments.
1: That's Saturn in the background. Did you see that?
0: Yes, yes. Look at that gun. Did you see that gun? <laughs> what the...
1: F- That was the bow in action again.
0: Oh, that Titan helm.
1: Oh, my. Oryx with the bat
0: wings. Oh, my God. He's literally Satan. Guys, Oryx looks, well, not exactly. He looks like Illidan, but cooler. If you play WoW, you know what that is. If you don't, look it up. Oh, my gosh.